So John, let's jump right into this. Um, again, as I mentioned, I'm not sure if you could hear me, let's aim for about 20 minutes of content. Excited to talk to you, CEOs, IR people of public companies, um, because I think the industry has significantly changed through the pandemic. I talked about it before last year, but I was really waiting to see what was happening. Do we come out of the pandemic and do things return to normal for investors? And it's not. Um, so everything that worked for us in stock marketing here through the pandemic as a CEO of a public company, as the IR team of a public company, you need to make sure you're following some of the things we're going to review today. So I'm happy to continue talking about it. Um, at PDAC last week, attendance was down. I know it's a bit of a hybrid. Uh, the investor area was certainly down with attendees. It is no doubt that uh, investors are still at home. Um, even though we're far out of the pandemic, let's hope, um, things have changed. So my background, why I'm here chatting with you about attracting investors for public companies. I'm coming at 23 years of online marketing experience now, six specifically the last six years, um, dealing with public companies, happy to work with dozens of clients each and every month, um, probably helped over a hundred so far in the industry with their online marketing. Um, and the thing I noticed and the thing I really realized after about two and a half years as a director of a public company, the real success for a CEO or an IR team is to tell the company's story. Um, nothing is more important to investors than word of mouth, being able to tell the story to others and hear stories about investments from other friends. Uh, Brian's with us. Brian heard about the same story I did years ago about a great public company. Uh, Brian and I watched that company go from six cents to $1.40 recently. Um, and it had a great story. It had a mutual friend of ours telling that story. And the same goes for CEOs and IR teams. You need to be out telling your story each and every day um, and key things to your story. And it doesn't matter if you're a public company mining, you've got a product and service that's taking your company public, you've got a history to your company, you've got what makes your product or service so exciting and so important to your sector, or in mining, and you've got great properties and you've got a great resource, whether it's cobalt, it matters for the future of electric vehicles, or you've got gold and potentially coming into a recession and how important is gold price. Telling your story, management of board, people wanna know who's at the helm of these companies. So make sure you're telling the story of, you know, those that are running the company or, or they're coming in to lead your board in the future, which is the most important thing about an investment. What are you doing in the future? You know, where's this company going? What is it that we're going to get to learn and, and become a part of? And how do we see our investment grow with you over time? And it's all about the future. So telling your story is key. It's not about stats and analytics. Um, Brian and I, and Brian may still be on this call. Brian and I have a friend. They took their company public summer of 2020 and its initial success was based on the story of the company. It didn't have great revenue at the time. It had great profit margins, but it was a story about, it was named after the founder's son. Um, they were putting medical clinics across Canada and Walmarts, you know, what a great story. Walmart, 400 locations across Canada. This company was on track to put medical clinics in all 400 and I was at hundred at that time. And the story went on. They were going to China, they were going to Mexico. They were going to grow worldwide because they had become experts at opening up medical clinics and Walmarts and ciliary and ciliary services and all these other great things. There was such a story to the company that when it went public, it listed at 50 cents 
And I believe it was within two months, it was at $2. The key and the success behind it was such a great story we had as not only friends of the founder, um, but as investors to tell others about, hey guys, this is going public and man, what a great story it has. So I'm a big, big fan on telling the stories of public companies. Um, and it's what we do at Stock Marketing all day long. So why is this now? Why is this so important right now? I saw it through the pandemic. We maneuvered everything online, but I waited and watched. Do I continue talking about this? Is this going to continue to be relevant? And it is because we're past the pandemic. We're past the, the lockdown. Lunch and learns are not popping up for investors as they were previous. We've all attended breakfast luncheons downtown at you know, hotels in Toronto or your city where you're from or you know, CEOs headed off on road shows and IR people took them from town to town and office to office and portfolio managers. It's not happening. Talk to CEOs. These events are not occurring. Investor forums, not happening. Nowhere near to the degree that they did before. Conferences, PDAC was way down in numbers. Down in numbers for investors, but not down in numbers from those from public companies who attended or those in the mining industry specifically. Um, but investors' numbers were down for the conference. Do we really want to go through another airport? We know what's going on at Pearson here in Toronto flying around, and especially coming back in from other countries. Canada, we're paying $2 a liter right now in our cars. Do we really want to drive to another lunch event and learn about another investment opportunity? It's not happening. And I don't believe it's ever going to go back to pre-pandemic days whatsoever for investors to learn about public companies. So... Now, more than ever, I think it's more important that CEOs, IR teams start realizing you have a story to tell, but we need to know investors are online. And it boomed, it boomed through the pandemic, and it's continuing. Um, the average Canadian adult, we're not talking about kids, we're talking about potential investors, we're talking about adults, those 18 and over. An hour and 46 minutes, I think, was last year's average, and we've got the stat right here. Uh, an hour and 46 minutes using social media alone. And that's, that's a part of their six hours a day online, um, whether they're working online, they're consuming content online, an hour and 46 minutes, unless you're a social media manager, you're in there learning about things. You're learning about your friends, where they ate, future car you want to buy, you're checking things out online on your favorite social media platform. An hour and 46 minutes a day, the average Canadian is there inside their favorite platform. Each platform will go over it a little bit, um, touches on different demographics. We know that. So it's key to even for if you're an IR, if you're a CEO of a public company, make sure you or your team, you're posting to each and every platform. You never know what demographic you need to hit to potentially find an investor. Um, internet use is mobile. I mean, although you know, work may be getting done on a desktop or a laptop, it's cell phone use all day long. We're on it and that's where we're running up the minutes. Um, and how does this tie into investing? 68% of Canadians are now doing all of their banking or all of their investing using their mobile phone. So it's so easy for a potential investor to read about your company online, to hear your story, and easily click over to their investment account and make a purchase. So never before do I think this is, this is so valuable and so important. So first step along the way to make sure you're telling your story properly is your website. Make sure your public company website it has to be professional. The secret sauce to websites I've been building now 23 years is above the fold. Rule of thumb for websites is a rule of three. You got three seconds to capture their attention. That website better load within the first three seconds. 
and above the fold on your homepage, you better be telling the people where they are, what your company is about, and easily lead them to where they want to go the next 30 seconds. Do they want to read about the management? Do they want to read about the board? Do they want to find out live stock prices? Do they want contact information. Maybe they're just trying to find your website to be able to access you. You got a rule of three. You got three seconds on the above the fold on the homepage to keep them. And you got 30 seconds to get them where it is they need to go. So professionally built websites load fast. They're exciting when they land on them, but people need to get where they're going quick on it. Other keys to public company websites, especially if you're in mining, 80% of my public company clients are in mining. Man, you need great photos of your property. And even if you're in products and services and you're a public company, you want to excite potential investors, great images, great video. Everybody learns in different ways. So you learn by reading, you learn by watching, you learn by listening. Make sure you're giving everybody three across the board on your website and give potential investors access to this content. Updated news releases. If you're a public company, there's nothing worse than an investor going there. Your news releases haven't been updated for three years. People want to know you're relevant. People want to know that you care about investors. Put your investor related, your news releases up so that investors can find them on there. So key things to websites, keep them relevant, keep them updated and keep them exciting. And the key thing, the number one thing to a website, make sure it's mobile friendly. We know everybody, as I just mentioned, 51% of web use is mobile. Go have a look at your website. Any of you today, I've got 11 of you online, go look at your public company website right now. Use your phone to look at it. Can you read the text? Can you see the images? Like we last checked 80% of public company websites were not mobile friendly. And if you need to test it, go to Google search engine, type in mobile friendly website test. You can drop in your domain name and it'll tell you right there what's wrong with it. So make sure your website's visible or mobile. 51% is only going to increase. We know that for use for websites. So make sure you're mobile friendly and go take a look at that on Google. If you ever have questions, I'd love to walk you through it. So reach out to me if you want to go through your website, make sure it's mobile friendly. Social media, number two, I'm going to try and wrap this up in five minutes with some other key things you need to do. Tell your company's story on social. Why? You know, we're there an average of an hour and 46 minutes and make sure you're across every platform. Grandparents, they're on Facebook looking at pictures of grandkids, but grandparents now retiring, possible income, you know, available for investments. Make sure you're capturing them with a Facebook fan page. Twitter, huge for investors. Tweeting is like we're, we're talking about the food we ate for breakfast, the rope for the afternoon in the mall. Everybody's tweeting what they're doing all day long and they're tweeting and bragging about what stocks they're buying. If you don't believe that, go type in your own company into Twitter and see about everybody speaking about it. They're doing it. If you're not on Twitter, especially talking about your own company, investors are gonna think if it's not worthy of you talking about it, it's not worthy of them talking about it. Make sure you're on Twitter. Make sure you have a company page, updated news releases, lots of information about the company. And no matter what platform you're on regarding social media, make sure you're posting consistently each and every week, especially if you plan to post every day, make sure it's every day because you can stop for four or five days. They're going to think something went wrong. It's like if you're posting every week, but stop for two weeks, maybe take a break Christmas to New Year's. But otherwise, make sure you're posting consistently to whatever platform. I also love Instagram pictures, especially if you're in mining post them from your property, get lots of information out there to potential investors. And LinkedIn, to me, LinkedIn's key. It's going to outlast Facebook, Twitter, or whatever else any Elon Musk or Zuckerberg throws at the world. 
make sure you're on LinkedIn. It is the Rolodex of professionals. Average income on LinkedIn is 100,000 US. Don't miss LinkedIn. Make sure you got a company page that's there. So whatever you're posting, make sure it's consistent. They have a news release, make sure it goes out of the post across the board on your social media platforms and get it out there across all of your accounts. Email newsletter. People do love reading emails. Make sure that whatever you're selling them and sending them is relevant. Make sure your news releases are going out each and every time they come out. Build a database using an email newsletter. Sign up on your website. You can add it to your social media. Always cause a link back to sign up. And remind people, pretend people are, they said the average instruction for anything you have is written for a grade three. Make sure your marketing is that sense. Remind people, hey, don't forget, sign up for our email database and you'll be able to receive information as it happens. News releases, updated investor presentations, get them out on email and make sure you're collecting this content from potential investors on your website. An email database is huge. Email is always going to be there. So make sure you're collecting it from potential investors. Executive branding, this is unique. And I, I know I didn't invent it, but I certainly push it and I push it hard and I have for the last six years. You get a sample of Dwayne Parnum, good friend of mine, CEO currently of Madison Metals. Dwayne had four followers on LinkedIn, four connections when we began working together six years ago with Gianni Metals. Dwayne immediately, we populated his LinkedIn, great information, whatever company Dwayne has been with in the last six years, we make sure it's there on his website as an experience. People can read about the companies. And every time any of those companies have information, we post it to Dwayne's LinkedIn. When I snapshotted this, maybe last November, Dwayne had 4,500 followers. Think about that for a second. CEO posts a recent news release. He has access to potentially 4,600 investors immediately who are going to read the content. It's pretty exciting. And that's how big of a following you can build as the CEO of a public company. Investors bet on the jockey as much as they bet on the horse. So make sure your jockey's got great information consistently and make sure they're there on LinkedIn. I've called it executive branding. And for some companies, we've done it for the COO, we've done it for the CFO, VP of corporate development, whoever it is, make sure your team is talking about your public company and make sure their LinkedIn bios are up to date. Recent picture too. Last thing anybody wants to do is take a look at a CEO's photo from 1955 when he was in insurance. I have a client, it looks like that. We keep bugging him for a new photo. Make sure you got recent and updated photos and all across on your LinkedIn bios and such. So post to LinkedIn as a CEO of the company, head of IR, no matter where you are, make sure your company information is going out through LinkedIn as well. And finally, video and audio. I mentioned it before. Investors learn three different ways. They read, they listen, or they watch. Make sure YouTube and make sure podcasts take on whatever content you might be recording. Professional interviews with third-party companies. Make sure not only do you get the video, get the audio, and you can populate podcasts on Spotify, Google Android, and Apple Play. Open up your phone. There's a podcast button on everybody's phone, and all of you have one of these. People are listening to podcasts. And the stat is more people listen to podcasts in the U.S. right now than actually go to church each week. Podcasts are booming. doesn't matter if it's Joe Rogan or any of the others. Get your company a podcast and get audio onto it and have a YouTube channel. As shown here, Idaho Champion, CEO is always being interviewed. And we make sure that Jonathan Buick's YouTube channel right here is always populated with great content for investors to watch. 
So we're big fans of video, big fans of audio too. You can drive your car and listen to a podcast. You can run on a treadmill. There's no reason why your company can't be getting current content you're already producing on video. Get it out through audio as well on podcasts. You've got a company story to tell. You've got lots of great ways to do it online. I firmly believe the original ways that public companies had access to investors are not going to happen the way they used to. You need to be online. You need to make sure these five avenues, your website, your social media, collecting emails and getting a newsletter out to them consistently, executive branding, make sure your CEO is found on LinkedIn, your team's found on LinkedIn, and they're talking about their public company, and video and audio. I mean, it's completely free. YouTube, podcasts, populate it with content and build a following of investors. And believe me, it'll make a difference as you grow your company. So that's my 21 minutes, 19 with audio, I guess, there for everybody. Um, I've still got 10 in attendance, which is great because we're obviously going to record this and, and put it out through YouTube and put it out through our company story in stock marketing. Um, we love this industry. We love the CEOs we work with, the teams we work with for our clients. Um, and I love teaching others how to do this. If you have an in-house team, make sure you're taking advantage of all these opportunities to tell your company's story and get access to investors for everybody. Any questions, chat is still open. I love specifics and we usually get right down to some cool stuff when I chat with everybody when I do these. Um, love to hear about what company you're with. Love to hear about what you're doing online to capture the attention of investors. We don't know everything at stock marketing. We're missing things. We'd love to learn what others are doing and how it is that you're, uh, you're working marketing these days for the public sector. Any specifics, any key things? Anna's in New York City. We're excited to have her here. Steven, you're from Richmond Hill. Jason, Jason, we've chatted with before. I know you're with, uh, I want to say Electrovea with, uh, with the team that's there, which is fantastic. I'm going to take a sip of water. And if anybody's got any questions, certainly let me know. Don't think I'm a guru. Thanks, Brian. Always appreciate your uh, your support. Ian, I certainly don't think I'm a guru. I just, I think we love what we do. We've seen it have a great impact on the companies we've worked with. Um, bunch of options through the internet. How can you impose your differentials? We just, we've stuck to uh, what we believe works. We've watched it. We've built case studies. Um, we've seen the impact and the growth we provided for our clients to uh, to access investors and to build a following. And I'll tell the story. I guess the best story is I came into the industry six years ago, backed by um, online marketing. I have a VP of marketing for the medical clinic I spoke about. I spent eight years as director of marketing for the world's largest pool table company out of the US. Uh, and when I walked into public companies and marketing them, I realized there are so many options for public companies to promote themselves through third party, but nobody was building a following online for those public companies. 
I mean, you know the names of them, and I think you're the Ian. I think you are. You know the names of these companies out there. You spend five grand a month, and they promote you on their social media, and maybe they have 10,000 followers. My first thing was, why don't we build 10,000 followers for our public company and, and have access to them forever and not just get stuck paying every month for this? And that's what they did immediately. We did it for Gany Metals and built them across the board. Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook. I may not have gone near Instagram six years ago. Uh, YouTube channel and started building a investor email database. And we took on Dwayne's LinkedIn and built them up to over 4,000 followers following. Um, I think we just, it's, it's, it's the grunt work. It's the foundation for these companies. It's like having a phone list from 1970. Um, and we've seen it work. So we just had great case studies for everybody that we've worked with. Great to see Christine on here. Love working with you and your team. Uh, Prime Morris has done a fantastic job. It is a marathon, not a sprint for sure, Jason. Thanks, Christine. Big fan of Prime Morris. I know Dwayne is as well. Love working with you on Madison. I think, uh, I think they're going to do great things. Thanks, Ian. Always open to chat. I think I know who you are and uh, big fan of what you've done in the industry. So always, always here. We'd love to chat more. We, we're not going anywhere. I've got a team of seven now. Uh, we love marketing public companies. And I think it was obvious through the, through the pandemic, the growth opportunity was there. We loved working. Um, we, uh, we love content marketing for public companies. Huge, but content needs to be written by the company or experts in the sector. We are none of that. We have stayed as stock marketing. We have stayed away as far as possible from writing content. Um, Experts in mining, right? Experts write content in mining. If you're within a company and you're in IR, you write the content for your company. We are all about consistent content, but it's content written by our clients. We're a big cut and paste kind of company um, because we don't want to make a mistake and we're not inside the office to carry on um, exact content. So we've always stayed away from writing content. But um, it's a great question if you're within the company and that's your job write as much as possible, articles, posts, anything possible. And if you have a marketing team like we are for so many public companies, pass on the content to those who have access to the following, um, whether it's through social, whether it's through email. Um, Jason, what are your thoughts on virtual investor days? It's hard to say. I, I can't see... I, I love to see the numbers return to the way they were. We've all been downtown Toronto, all of us, and tell by these names to lots of investor events. I can't see it happening anymore. We love convenience. Um, I think it has to be online. It has to be the convenience of sitting in your home on your laptop at the cottage during the summer, wherever it's going to be. I think it now has to be convenient for the investor. I think the investor just does not want to get in their car on a go train, on a subway, whatever city you are, Definitely don't want to get, uh, definitely don't want to, you know, inconvenience anybody anymore. If you want to capture an investor, you got to do it on their time and you got to do it in a way that's convenient to them. And I firmly believe that that needs to be, you know, online these days. 
I'm a CEO. I'm on the RI side now. Stephen, how do you get the CEO to put in the time in marketing rather than running the business? Running the business is the most important thing. And I keep finding this. Mining companies are different because the CEO is very focused on stock price and investments and private placements and raising funds. We have a product or service and you go public. And I watched this happen to somebody last year. They kind of lost focus on running the business and were too concerned about appeasing shareholders, which is why you need such a great IR team. CEOs need to be focused first and foremost on their business, especially if they have a product or service. And the CEOs that get sidetracked with shareholders and it's important but I've watched companies diminish, fall, falter, CEOs get fired because they kept they lost their eye in the prize, which is a success of your company, product to service sales, and get too caught up in being a public company, which is why an IR team is so important for public companies. And I watched it happen last year, watched somebody get fired as CEO, ran a great company, but became so inundated with, with communication from shareholders may not have had the right IR person in place to take it on or the right education for them or the right knowledge they needed to pass on. The company fell apart uh, and he was ousted as CEO and it was unfortunate. Um, so how do you get the CEO to put the time into marketing? I think the CEO needs to have the right people in place in marketing and carry on the, the company culture and the IR marketing um, and carry on obviously the company content. I don't think CEOs, uh, CEOs need to stay out of shareholder relations as much as possible, other than when it's a, a AGM or other than when they're doing an interview. I think CEOs need to be focused on running their company more importantly than running IR. My own personal opinion, but that's, that's uh, after the mistakes I've watched and the, the issues I've seen, um, any CEO dealing with a product or service, they need to keep their eye on the prize, which is, is their company. Yeah, Jason, definitely investor days have changed. It's got to be online. It's got to be convenient. I'll be recording this. I didn't expect, you know, hundreds to show up, but I'll make sure that this is, webinar is recorded up on YouTube and it's available to potential clients for stock marketing or anybody in the industry. I hope we educate and excite people to do it themselves. Anything further? We're just at about 2.31. Always a pleasure chatting with, uh, especially those that have read into before and here. I'm excited to have people like you, Christine, and some of the others on here that we work with. Always a pleasure chatting with you and, and, uh, and getting to communicate with everyone. Hopefully this is a good, I mean, I need to consider it as well. I can't expect everybody meeting me downtown in a, in a hotel uh, lobby or, or in a, uh, uh, you know, in a hotel banquet facility and, and being able to talk like this. I need to be online as well to talk about our company or talk about what's important to our industry. So uh, just like uh, we've had to maneuver and change things online, it's important for public companies to do that as well. I have to tell our company's story and those in IR, I hope you continue to tell your, uh, your public company's story. Thank you everyone, always a pleasure doing this. I plan to do more and we'll get deep diving into websites and social, executive branding, email, web video. Um, I'm going to take even deeper dive. I don't mind teaching everybody what we do. Um, if you don't hire us, hopefully you're doing it yourself is the best way I can look at it. So thank you everyone for joining me today. Always a pleasure. Uh, you can find us always stockmarketing.ca and I'm Scott at stockmarketing.ca if you need to meet, meet up with me directly, contact me. Thanks, Anna. 
thank you everybody for your time. Most importantly, I know how precious it is. So thanks for taking the time today with us. Have a great day.